0: This is the Detroit is different podcast network, the culture of an American classic city. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google play to the Piper Carter podcast to hear the stories and thoughts of Piper Carter. Follow Piper Carter on Instagram. So we'll see you over on Piper Carter
1: for the people on YouTube. Peace.
2: Maybe I'll
1: leave my hmm That's Deja's beat, huh?
0: Yeah, and we're live by the way.
1: We are live. How come I can't hear the beat so well? Here guys. Yeah, turn it up. Can you turn it up? Up. That's better. The name of this beat. Welcome back to Piper Carter Podcast. I don't know, turn my headphones up, Brittany. I can't hear myself so good. Is that better? Check, check, check. I guess it's okay. Normally I'm a little warmer. On the mic, I like to hear my voice kind of warm, but yeah, welcome back to Piper Carter Podcast once again. We are live in the studio, and I am with my co-hosts Brittany and Deja, and joined by one of our new co-hosts, who is the uh, NFT um, guru <laughs> and uh, Pilar Cote artist extraordinaire but um yeah let's go around the room um so how are you doing Brittany?
0: doing real real good had a great week good weekend power outage had some fun but it didn't stop mine uh yeah it was a good weekend
2: what's up deja how are you i'm pretty good i had a good weekend too had a cool sunday with you hey. hanging out so that was pretty good um what is it tuesday now and the week's been pretty good that's good Rick flew by so no complaints nice
1: (laughs) hi yeah um i don't know i've still been doing all these business classes and doing all types of business trainings i um joined this afro future tech summit incubator so i've been um training for like the last like two and a half months um with different people around the world so um This week is going to be... We're going to be in Nigeria. Um, Last week, we were in Haiti. I think the week before that, we were in um, um, Dominican Republic. And then before that, where were we? Oh, we were... Uh, in like three different countries in South America. And uh, where were we before that? Um, oh my goodness. It's how I'm trying to remember where we were before. Oh no, we were, um, we, we it was an all Africa summit um, before that. But every week we train on Tuesdays and Thursdays and then Fridays they do the like where, we li- where they open it up and then they listen to speakers. But like Tuesdays and Thursdays are like a closed um, Zoom. Mm-hmm. And then that's where you do like really intensive training. And then we learn from the heads of like LinkedIn or Microsoft or Apple or like different people will come in and do like different trainings. And then um, professional development trainings like in their software or in like some new technology. And then um, on Fridays, it's opened up And then people can attend on YouTube. Nice. So um, it's a really wonderful human. Her name is uh, Christine Intem. Mm -hmm. And she is in Haiti. Um, Well, no, she's in New York City, but she's from Haiti. And she created something called um, Global Tech Summit. And she does these tech summits like around the world, like Dubai. And she just figured out a way to do these tech summits for people of color. And she's been doing it for like five years and she just goes around to different countries. But obviously during COVID or the pandemic, she has been doing them online. So she's looking to um, do them in person again. But until then, she's offering them online. So, um, yeah, it's really helping me to like, you know, step my old ass into the future (laughs) so I can try to understand what's going on, you know. Love it Piper. A yeah. lot of studying, studious. Nice. Man, and like we just, I'm going to be honest with you, mm-hmm. like it's it's a lot.
0: No, I was just telling and we're going to ask Polara how her weekend was
3: cuz mm-hmm. she had a
0: pretty insightful weekend at Art Basel the weekend before, yeah. right?
3: Yeah. yeah. So what
0: did you do to settle in this weekend?
3: Um so I launched a um a virtual gallery on spatial.io that on Thursday um that was um Highlighting and it, it was aligned with the United Nations' 16 days to end uh, gender-based uh, violence. Mm. So it's that campaign, orange the world, and so it was going on for 16 days until the 10th, and then um, we're keeping this one up um, until January 28th. So nice. there, are, yeah, nine artists on there, um, and the link is in my, it's in my link tree in my bio, and yeah, in my. Bios like, on all my things. Yeah. All yeah. my <laughs> things. The link is in there. <laughs> okay, cool. But yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's on spatial.io. And um, then on Friday, I graduated from. Yay! Yay! Congratulations! Um, yeah, from um, the a, a racial equity fellowship, the okay. Detroit Equity Action Lab, which is a part of the. Um, uh, what do you call it? The Civil Rights Center, at the Wayne State School of Law. So that finally, you know, it was like a year-long thing. So that was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. exciting nice. go, to go to I mean, cause Piper's also one of the fellows too. Mm-hmm. She was. Oh, for with real? A, yeah, she was with part of an earlier cohort, right? Oh.
1: Yeah, that's why I put your name on the thing so you can get in. <laughs> we were just
0: talking about before on air that like this new age is like kind of like taking that 1990 computer class all over again where you're like having to learn about
1: like coding html
0: uh we said last computer language yeah like so you guys are doing some some pretty cool stuff so
1: i mean it's necessary i like that you know i mean honestly like it's necessary for you to be able to make a living Mm, yeah you're not gonna be able to make a living um unless you uh, let me not say that it'll be difficult in the future yeah if you don't have a place um
3: in it somewhere yeah Mm -hmm. or at least an understanding of the tech space right Mm -hmm. um yeah, I want to add that um, Bill Gates, um, I don't know, a number of years ago, had mentioned that by the year twenty thirty, there would be two hundred thirty thousand new jobs in tech, right? Like brand mm-hmm. new jobs, right? Like because this, you know, this space is always evolving and innovating, blah blah blah. Um, but with the pandemic now, the pandemic just like brought that up into Mm -hmm. like our current like everything went virtual people had to understand how to hybrid their lives you know how to like get online to be able to like work you know people are you know really comfortable in you know working from home at this point and Mm -hmm. just doing virtual 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 and then understanding you know the metaverse and like you know what is augmented reality you know do I get an oculus do I just you know use whatever just all the things and um all of you know, also um, uh, AI.
2: Mm-hmm. So all
3: of that, you know, um, artificial intelligence, you know, coming really into the forefront. Robotics, right? All the things that robotics and, and automated systems are, are sort of taking over. And um, yeah, it's in our best interest to get an understanding of the space, to get a handle of the space, so that we can partake in yeah. it but but more th- more so than that help build the future yeah help build where right it should be we're, out we're building the future having some type of decision making yeah, yeah. without bias without mm-hmm. prejudice you know with all the right the right frameworks the right narratives you know built into um the systems that are being written right so that's yeah because totally otherwise
1: important. you know the ai and if people want to look this up there's different articles that have been done from the different studies but it's basically made up of your of the different algorithms right and tech and technology so technology is only as quote-unquote intelligent as what is put into it and so if all of the information that's put into it is like and the racist or the programming you know sexist and like all the things then that is how it's going to build itself and so like if you get you know uh your number or however you know things are done when it comes up you know they're starting to do like predictive programming and so it's like oh this person is like likely to commit a crime or this person is likely to do blah, blah, blah. So they're danger to society. So we need to have some sort of preemptive. So that's the way that, uh, I mean, that's on the dangerous side of life. Right. Um, But it also reads like, if you should, you know, be in a, you know, be in a certain place or if like, if you belong or, you know, so we have to be the ones who are also putting our, you know, say as to like what the way that this thing should be shaped, Right. So that we're not victims of it or so, so that we're not always the consumer like, oh, I want to get the new PlayStation. It's like, oh, well, what could you create that right. could benefit other people? Not just like, oh, I want to upgrade and get whatever game card. Gotcha. You right. know what I mean? Right.
0: Well, I'm just really excited about the direction of the show because these are topics, Pilar, that we've discussed. We've discussed Afrofuturism. We've discussed cybersecurity. Even in the physical form, we've discussed environmental justice. We've discussed all sorts of things, right? So we're like, how Wait, do Brittany, we... I don't really hear you in the mic. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm just, uh, just to reiterate, I'm excited about the direction of the show with Pilar because of all the themes that we've discussed over the last few years on the show, Pilar. And you being able to come in and be able to speak to this new age that we're moving into and give us a breath of fresh air as we move into it ourselves like you said so we're not behind the eight ball still do the social justice still be in the hip-hop right still do all these things but also help it transcend right so thank you i'm excited we have so much to talk about right there's so many different angles from a week-to-week basis that we can discuss this new age right so
1: wait before we go there let's um i was let's 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 go to uh you know the the news real quick for sure that's what I was getting there's so much
0: to discuss but Mm -hmm. today we're gonna get into some things but before to Piper's point before we get too into depth I'm gonna play a I'm gonna play a tiny clip from what we're about to get it to a little bit right now
1: of people remain unaccounted for tonight with dwindling hope of finding them alive after tornadoes cut a swath of destruction across at least six states. The vicious centerpiece was a monster supercell that carved an hours long 250 mile path From eastern Arkansas to western Kentucky. Over 100 people are feared dead, at least 80 of them from Kentucky. CBS's David Begno is in the devastated town of Mayfield. I know that a lot of times the pictures and the video just don't do these stories any justice. David. I love
0: what she says there. Like we. Which part? That the videos and the photos, it's like it doesn't do it justice when things like this happen, right? You kind of have to like experience yourself or really kind of relate to things that are happening. So in Kentucky, right, again, one of the themes of our show is environmental justice. And um, thus far through Mayfield, Kentucky, all the way through like seven other states that include like Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Ohio, Tennessee, um, they're experiencing uh, tornadoes. And so right now they uh, fear that like over 100 people have passed away. So this story is continue continually wow. like developing, right? Like mm-hmm. they haven't found everyone. Um you're seeing all different t- types of footage, people saying it's kind of reminiscent of Katrina. Um I just want to bring healing into the room first mm-hmm. of all and mm-hmm. then secondly talk about it from You know, like I said, you don't know until you're kind of there. And Mm -hmm. so there's a specific story about a candle uh, factory that is in Kentucky
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: people were trying to leave work Mm -hmm. and they were being threatened to be fired if they left. Mm. People were trying to call off work. And again, they were being threatened that if they didn't come in, that they were going to be fired. Some people just went ahead. They left. Right. This is our these are sources on all the websites across the board, the New York Mm -hmm. Times, uh, CNN, that this candle shop is completely destroyed at this point eight people have been found dead in this candle shop right this candle factory so we talk about capitalism right mm-hmm. we talk about greed we talk about not understanding the importance of people right as we move into this new age right we still have a, a point where we're still dealing with factory workers right people who are going in who are doing a still you know pressing a time clock right working 12-hour shifts Right still in the physical working, right yeah and they lost their lives because someone felt that they weren't important enough to evacuate right so this to me is really real, right you know, do you guys have anything you want to add to to this yeah,
3: yeah. I'll, I'll let pilar go first. I think it's um I think it's so important for us to really um. Really accept and really push for people over corporations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And and it, it's something that we as a society, um, you know, our society, it, it, it's not sustainable. It, mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It's not sustainable to to put a corporation um, and profits over people. It just isn't. You know what I mean. Like nowhere in human history has that been. You know what I mean. Like. The longevity of like humans, do you know what I mean? Like so, Mm -hmm. um, and and just in in just environmental justice in general, just like the environment, the fact that like the environment is just havoc wrecking right now, um, that is because corporations have pushed profits over, you know, humans over life over nature. You know what I mean? And to see something like that where. Um. Obviously, poor people, people, you know what I mean, are threatened. Do you know what I mean? Their livelihood is threatened mm-hmm. to, you know, for a bottom line, you know, it's crazy over candles. I mean, it's crazy. Candles. Like crazy. You know, like that is insanity. Like how is that not something where, you know, somebody steps in and says, this is so egregious, right? It's so egregious. It's so deplorable that, you know— you're getting charged you know mm-hmm. you're, you're getting some kind of like i don't know is it manslaughter is it like you know what are all the things that you can be charged with like let's be you know what i mean like well, they're, yeah
2: they're denying the allegations i just tried to look it up as soon as she said it i'm like what company is this and yeah they're denying that they ever told their employees of that course they, they are yeah. right <laughs> They should have been evacuated. There shouldn't. No one should have been made to come to work. There should have been safety measures and plan. And the fact that they told them ahead of time means that they knew that it could be really bad. But Yeah.
3: That's what's crazy to me. Come. It's like, yeah, this- no, you should be shutting down. Yeah, you know, this, you should be like, you know.
0: Yeah, this is the AP News. So Mayfield, Kentucky, an employee of the Kentucky Candle Factory where eight workers were killed by a tornado, said Tuesday that a supervisor threatened her with written disciplinary action if she went home early because storms were approaching. Haley Condor, who worked for the Mayfield Consumer Products Factory, on and off mm-hmm. for 10 years, also questioned why the company did not encourage workers to go home or at least give them a better understanding of the danger between a first tornado siren around 6 p.m. Friday and another ar- around 9 p.m. shortly after the tornado hit.
1: They were still say in that. there after the tornado hit. Yeah, say that a little slower because
0: wow. you said it like real fast. I'm sorry. Haley Condor, who mm-hmm. worked at the Mayfield Consumer Products Factory, on and off for 10 years, also questioned why the company did not encourage workers to go home or mm-hmm. at least give them a better understanding of the danger between a tornado siren around 6 p.m. Friday and another around nine p.m. shortly before the tornado hit. So before the tornado hit, mm-hmm. shortly before.
3: Mm-hmm. So what? It's this- crazy that the policy isn't automatically. I mean, you are in tornado land. You know, what I mean, you're in tornado land, so you get a warning. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a very serious warning. How is that not? How is there not a policy in this workplace to be like clear out? Everybody clears out. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so what? So you lose like a few hours. You know what I mean? Like that's what overtime was for, right? All right. And if it's gone, if the what's crazy to me is that somebody doesn't have the critical thinking to think if the factory is gone tomorrow, we can't make our profits anyways. You yeah, see what I'm but saying? that's not that's not the way they think, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like there's no critical thinking there. Like aside from like any kind of compassion and mm-hmm. and, and you know prioritizing human life yeah that that should be the priority well that
1: that is a what would we call that that is the problem isn't it yeah that we don't you know just across the board uh the what i think it's called a um is it called a corporatocracy that we're moving into where the corporations pretty much run everything and so you know it's fun i don't want to say funny but we started to see this uh in the 70s right so it's so normalized that um people are desensitized to it do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like people be like I mean, even if we look at you know what we talk about—who makes your clothes, right? Right. Or who grows your food, or who? Um, so we we're talking about like a candle factory, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got the different levels of the business, right? Mm-hmm. So where does that decision get made? Right. Like where do the critical decisions get made? Corporate levels. Yeah. Right. So it's at the corporate level. So here we have, we've just come through a pandemic. People are feeling that they need their job. And it's so Christmas they feel time. like I've got to go to work. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I can't like not go to work. Like I've been off work or possibly. Right? right. Like for almost two years. So I have a job, so I have to go to work. And there's a such a, a level of desperation that a person doesn't have uh, the choice or they feel as though they don't have the choice to be like, yeah, like, I'm not going to do this. Right. Like, I'm not going and I'm not I'm not going to do this. Like, so. Especially
2: when they're saying you'll get fired. It's different if yeah, they say you'll get a point. You yeah. Like, Man, but that's
3: right.
1: no, way, that's what I wrong. mean. Like a person doesn't have it. Like Either a person way. feels I don't yeah. have a choice. Like, yeah, it becomes I'm coercion. not going to be like, you know, like I, right. I have kids. I have a home. I have, yeah. you know, mortgages. I have debt. I have. You know, a a person I'm caregiving for, like, Mm. you know, I have medical bills, like there's all the things. And so, you know, how does a person make a decision that's, you know, I mean, I guess it talks about privilege because it's like, how does a person make a decision that's quote unquote better, right? Like for their self, if they're in a position to where they need whatever this job is for their survival. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's crazy.
3: But that's where that's where the the corporation is using that as leverage, right? That's yeah. it now. Now you're moving into a ter- like the territory of blackmail and mm. coercion. Yeah, because you're coercing people, um, you know, with the threat of losing their livelihood. You're coercing people with the threat of losing, you know, a way to eat. You're yeah. coercing people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're yeah. using this as leverage against them to force them to, you know, do your bidding to, you know, To do what – to go against what is, you know, just your own Mm self-care. You know what I mean? Like, that's coercion. And there should be something that is punishable. Like, that should be punishable. Yeah. That level of coercion, like, to where where there's manslaughter. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, people died. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you lock the doors, the exits to a building, Mm -hmm. right, and there's a fire inside – somebody's got to be held accountable. Like, yeah. why are they locked? Yeah. Why can't people leave the building? Like right? A
1: lot of these corporate, a lot of right. these, what do you call them? They're like sweatshops or yeah. uh, a lot they of these type of buildings in. are like that. Yeah. Where the people can't get out, right. can't go I'm to the real. bathroom. Right. But let's keep it a buck. That's Amazon. Ironically, the Amazon warehouses are like that. People were com- oh, shit. People were complaining that. They get locked in? that um yeah they can't go to the bathroom like all these inhumane oh conditions God. and stuff at Amazon yeah
0: my nephew said that once you clock in at Amazon you are theirs they ensure that every minute to the second is accounted for when you're at work mm-hmm. like wow. if they if they see you slowing down like on a like your, your pace is slowing down they'll send somebody over and say hey you're moving a little too slow you need to pick up your pace yeah. you're behind you're behind how many things you should have you should have been doing whatever the task is you
1: know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah wow mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, um, the folks in uh, in 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 uh, Kentucky, you know, um, just want to send them a lot of love because sure. people died. And I mean, the factory is is, um, you know, one place, but, you know, it's uh, the the entire uh, region. Correct. Because there's places in the south. You know that
2: were hit hard as well. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Illinois got hit too, and mm-hmm. actually, um, an Amazon factory got hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. I saw that. Mm-hmm, a nice mm-hmm. wing of it.
0: Yeah. So yeah, so that, that's sad. it. Is very sad. So, mm-hmm. I think we should give them a moment of silence, and I think that um, that should be our news. I don't think we should follow up with anything else. Give them a moment of silence starting now. Okay, Pilar, um, I'm going to let you lead us into our main
3: conversation today. Um, yes, yeah, so on you. So we are discussing um, a little bit of the blockchain, what that is, and what is a digital wallet. Um, you know, we hear digital wallets being brought up. We hear things like MetaMask and um, you know also cold wallets and hard wallets and crypto um, NFTs you know what is all this stuff so um, it it can get really confusing for people that aren't you know sort of from that space but you don't have to be from that space to understand it and to sort of get your head around it um, this is. Uh, it's sort of demystifying it is what we're going to do a little bit of today so that it's a little bit more accessible to people so that they kind of get their head around it because it is evolving as as part of the future right now. Um, and, mm-hmm. and what that means is that it is offering, it's providing uh, a new kind of access to being able to, um, you know, sell things, buy things um, you know, put information and data, um, you know, in a place where it is um, pretty protected in the sense of that it's immutable. Like it can't be hacked, it can't be changed, um, which is really useful um, for different types of information that we want. We want it held somewhere, and we want it to be uh, transparent. We want anybody to be able to see it and see it like right now um, wait
1: so wait let's let's start with yeah uh what is blockchain because that's what because like when people say you know um crypto or nft or bitcoin or any of the uh, uh coinbase or any of the thing any of the you know companies or phrases that are really popular right now they're everything is based on the blockchain so could you like just start us from like 101 like beyond kindergarten like take us to preschool okay so
3: um a blockchain think of it as a digital ledger Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what a ledger is it's think of it old school ways as you know like a notebook that you would write down um all the things that you know you 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 used money, like, you know what I mean? You you bought this much, you sold that much, You someone gave you this much money, um, money came in, money went out, and you wrote it down to keep track of things, right? A ledger, right? So now we're talking about a digital ledger where all the transactions that are made, right, um, in cryptocurrencies, which is a form of money a form of currency right are recorded on this blockchain chronologically like in order as they come right and they're publicly accessible like you can look at the blockchain anytime you want it's transparent it's there for anyone to see and it's really difficult to change the information that gets put on on this blockchain think of it as um little, like data and information that gets put in blocks and um yeah, that information is there. It, it's hard to change it because it's decentralized. So the information, the data is placed on systems of computers all over the place as opposed to on one computer, which would be a central system. and you can you can change information that's in one in one place anytime you want because it's it's there it's in one place but if it's in a whole bunch of places you can't really change the information because it's it's really hard you've got to go look for it it's, i mean it's just really really difficult mm-hmm.
0: okay question so is there just one blockchain like so the blockchain was started with one block and then it grew or are there like several different blockchains or two or three blockchains that you can add yourself onto
3: yeah there are different blockchains the different um I guess, projects have created, okay. right? So you've got an Ethereum blockchain, you've got the Bitcoin, like you've got all kinds of different blockchains, Cardano, um, they're different blockchains.
0: So does the cryptocurrency determine, brand determine the blockchain or it can be beyond cryptocurrency on how a blockchain is created? Or it has to include cryptocurrency in order for it to be considered a blockchain?
3: Um. So think of it as... It's, like, together, but it's not because of. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, they, they work together, but it's not because of. Um, if you look at the blockchain as literally somewhere where information is stored, as opposed to, like, the blockchain makes coins or anything like that. It's not. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not that. It's it's something where information is held. And we use cryptocurrencies um to give value to certain things that we want to like assets that we want to put on the blockchain. Okay. Right? So do you get that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So wait, explain yeah. it. Who me? Yeah.
0: So I mean, so ultimately like okay, so I buy a piece I buy a piece of cryptocurrency and that piece of cryptocurrency is defined by a group of numbers and that group of numbers is uh like kind of held on this blockchain so similar to like an iCloud like there's a space I'm assuming but this space has more value than an iCloud because it's tied together through like you said chronological numbers and it's called a chain because the chronological numbers as they go along they create this chain I'm assuming
3: yeah so like the chain is formed right I'd like one block at a time kind Correct. of thing, right? Yes. And there's, um, I want to mention gas, because that comes up a lot with um, with blockchains, especially, say, we're, we'll talk about the biggest one, um, or a, a main use one, uh, the Ethereum blockchain. So when you hear people talk about gas, um, it's the computational energy that needs to be used in order to create a transaction on that blockchain, right? So computers need to um, solve mathematical questions or mathematical equations, rather, that kind of thing. And that energy that it uses to do that, um, you know, to be able to, like, mint it, to be able to, I don't want to say mint, but to be able to put um, information into those blocks, like into that data, the actual, in, right, to, to, you know, get it in there. Create it. Right. Um, that, that, that will will cost a little bit, right? There's, there's, and that's what gas is. So, um, you know, your Ethereum, like the value, there'll be a, a piece of Ethereum that, you know, you'll use to make that happen. So depending on, say there are a whole bunch of people doing a whole bunch of things on it at um, two o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. They're like, you know, I don't know, maybe like 25 people did these major drops and all kinds of people are on there minting and all kinds of things. The gas is going to be high, right. right? It might be like $190 to put something on there, that kind of thing, or or for you to mint something, for you to like buy something and like have it mint or whatever, so or move something from one wallet to another.
0: Mint is such a key word in this discussion. Can you break that down,
3: that word down? So minting is just a word that we use um, to make it really simple. Um, in in terms of like creating something, so got if it. you want to create something, you want to put it on the blockchain. Um, specific to like say like NFTs, non fungible tokens, um, that y- people will say I'm minting it or I minted it or got like it. like
1: in a like mm-hmm. you, when you mint a coin, got it?
3: Yeah, right. So and um, that'll take computational power. Um, And then there's lazy minting. You'll hear lazy minting or gasless minting where certain marketplaces will allow you to do that, create something, and you won't be charged a gas fee. The gas fee um, or the minting fee ends up like being sat on to a buyer. If if there's a buyer that ever comes along and buys that, say, NFT, like your – Your piece, or whatever it is that you're selling as an NFT or whatever that NFT is. Because an NFT... A basketball card, digital basketball card. Right. Um, It could be tied to real estate. It can be tied to a car. Most people right now use NFTs um, as art. So they'll create crypto art, digital art, and they'll mint that as an NFT, right? It's a non-fungible token. Mm -hmm. Um, It has like specific properties. It's, it's, you know, immutable. It's not... um, you can't just exchange it for something of the same value, kind of thing. It has its own properties, so okay. And there's a smart contract attached to it.
0: So for for hmm, easiness' sake,s for me, so I buy a piece of a Bitcoin, and I am added to the Bitcoin blockchain.
3: Okay, so yeah, n- people aren't really okay. Bitcoin is a specific thing. Um, it's a little bit different because. How do I put it? Bitcoin is a company. Yeah. Okay. It's- the
1: like 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 how you have a computer but then like HP is a company, Apple's a company, Acer's a company. So Bitcoin is a company mm-hmm. and they are actually on the
3: centralized network
1: they're not on the decentralized Decentralized. network okay got you okay
3: and it's an early cryptocurrency think of it as like an early early cryptocurrency that now has um, grown in value so it's um it's the highest valued cryptocurrency that there is right and um i don't know of anybody minting anything on bitcoin at the moment like i don't think you can you know what i mean it's not that mainly it's ethereum where people are minting things um, Understood. and and so ethereum is not a
0: company
1: like bitcoin ethereum is a company okay Mm -hmm. it's a company but it's decentralized but but also it's a technology okay i got you you know yeah so it's um (sighs) just like how like like you have with um Apple, right? So you have certain technology that is proprietary, right? Or is that the right proprietary, right? To Apple. So Ethereum is its own proprietary, um, like like a currency, right? Uh, on the on the blockchain, but it is also a company, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: And think of Ethereum too as something where. All kinds of other companies are building things on that blockchain, right? So they're they're building platforms, they're building metaverses, they're building, you know, virtual worlds or marketplaces or. It's
1: just, just like they're um, creating different uh, things. Dr. Dre made hit, the, or whoever the company is that made the Beats by Dre headphones, mm-hmm. right? And you you know you think of. Um, uh, you know, the Apple the um those Apple i iP- you AirPods. know earpods. Like that's a company that made that, that made those ear pods that are specifically for Apple, right? So and then there's, you know, like you can get the little DJ hookup to put, you know, like controller to put into your uh to connect to your computer so you can DJ and that's it's, a good analogy. You know, so
3: it's proprietary to Apple, right? It's like the Apple system. It's, it's the Apple but system, but it's, it's a different business yeah. on the Apple system. that's exactly. compatible with the Apple system. Exactly. So right. So there are a lot of different protocols, platforms, things like different things being created and imagined as part of like the Ethereum blockchain. Right. So that. Um, you can you use ethereum coin ethereum cryptocurrency as the value system, right so when you want to buy things on it, you would use ethereum. when you want to you know move anything, it's ethereum that's used for transactions, for gas, for all of that it's all on it's it's all a part of that. so you would need a wallet that is compatible with ethereum if if that makes any sense yes right so you want to you if you want to buy some ethereum to be able to get into Let's say Decentraland, right? You want to go into this place called Decentraland, where you can wander around and look at all kinds of like cool things that people have built. They buy land, like lots, in there, and like then they, digi- digital land. Yeah, digital land, and then they create things in there, right? So you might want to go and visit, and it's free to go in. You go in and you visit a gallery. You go in and and you see a concert. Somebody's performing in there or DJing virtually. They like they sync everything in. Um, you know, there's all like they things in um all kinds of different things going on in there people are creating fashion into central land right and you you know they're buying um clothes for their little avatar their little person in there right and so like they're running around with like cool shoes or headgear whatever
1: and fashion's like really picking up i mean there's a whole like crypto like fashion industry
3: now right and they've got their they've got what is it mana is their. oh coin, yeah the mana coin the mana coin so you yeah. can use mana in there so is mana
1: stuff. does mana have its own blockchain i'm oh. not sure but i think mana is the is it called the protocol for the site Yes. that's inside of the so, Central land. like so the central land. This is like, So, so think of it this way: you've got, you've got like the. I feel like oh, we're confusing people. You got no, like a, this. Is good. <laughs> this is
0: good because, like, well, we're going all over the place. No, no, it's good because this is the reality. Of, this is like the reality of it. It's trying to understand where everything fits. Like it seems as if, like a lot of these corporate corporations like okay bitcoin ethereum they like serve many purposes like westinghouse back in the day they made tvs they did they made uh elevators they made all different sorts of things they were one thing but then they were like all different sorts of things in their own little ecosystem yeah
1: so let's say like when you're talking about like um so like you're talking about we're talking about like the web 3.0 right okay so um if you Decentraland is is a is only like a uh company or a you know uh site if you will. So it's a website. R- pretty much. So d- I could go to WW Decentraland. No, you have to uh use a browser you have to use a web three browser. So, so you could download like the Brave browser. So let me back up. So mm-hmm. web, what is it called? Web three That's what um the metaverse is right now. So boom. So you go on there. Then you go. To
3: you do- go to you. You you need a browser. Okay. That can think of like Chrome browser. Okay, right. Got gotcha. So so a lot of people will go on their Chrome browser. They get something called an extension, a Chrome extension. Perfect. Right? Okay. And then and that sort of helps you link. Um, I believe you have to link that, and then you can launch. Decentraland and Decentraland you can't just just so that you understand you can't launch it on say your phone right it can only be launched on say a desktop because that's where they're at right now right now the platform is just available through desktop through a browser like Chrome or do you know what I mean like Chrome browser and people use a couple of other ones because they don't like Chrome but whatever Um, and then you get in there and um, you can go in and maneuver around
1: Yeah, and so let's say like you get Brave browser, right? Um, I mean, Brave is let me just put this way, a browser. Got it. It's a popular one, but it's a browser. There's other browsers, right? So you go in Brave browser, and Brave can read the subdomains. So like, okay, explain what that is. So right now, if you go into Web 2.0, right, you go into Chrome or Opera or um safari got it you're gonna go to a website right if you are going to do your you know see what you owe in your taxes it's gonna be like dot gov right at the end of that but you're gonna see anything for the government coms. right or yeah. and dot com is the most like you know most of our businesses are dot coms but universities are dot edu the, you know dot net you. you know okay so with the web 3.0 you've got dot nft dot bitcoin okay um dot um crypto dot io .io. there we go you know you have and those subdomains are the addresses where you're going to go got it Mm -hmm. so when you're uh traveling if you will or (laughs) i don't know the proper term Navigating. (laughs) navigating thank you um you put those into right like I want to go here. I want to go there. Like the Browser window. Yeah, the browser window, mm-hmm. and you like you want to go to Decentraland. So Decentraland is literally just um one of the companies that is that has land, but there are many. So when yeah. people talk about buying digital real estate, that's a mm-hmm. place where
0: you can buy.
1: A place. It's right. like once. Right. There's
0: like so You've got many. Got crypto
3: voxel. Snoop Dogg
1: is You've promoting got Sandbox. Sandbox. Got there's it. like so many oh, of
0: them. There's a
3: lot. Yeah. And they're and going. These
1: these places will accept
0: any type of cryptocurrency or specific cryptocurrency.
3: Specific.
0: So does does uh, and sometimes
3: they use their own token so you right. okay. you can create your own token if you want i in can create n- my own no just in the world like okay. that you can there's um is it rally rally.io or mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that where a lot of people are just you know, they're being goofy or or serious <laughs> or whatever. Like, they're uh, really goofy ones in there. And then there are people that are, like, a little bit more serious. They're trying to cr- have their own token and get a whole lot of people to buy in and increase the value of it. But it's, it's it. creating tokens like coins of, of your own thing. And like, are
0: they using that gas stuff you were talking about? So so
3: explain gas one more time, what gas right. is. So, yeah. so gas is computational energy, what it takes to make a transaction happen. A right. transaction. Like the,
0: right. Or crypto. Sorry, are using gas to create that coin say that one more time are you using that energy that gas energy to create a coin like to create the crypto coin
1: it's um so um so the coin is what's the best way to explain what a coin is so a coin is literally like a token it's like a piece of currency yeah but what currency
0: when you like, so can I create my own Bitcoin and it becomes valuable because everyone Bitcoin, buys into not it. not
1: Bitcoin. Not You ha- create a Britney coin. That's what I mean. Like right. I can create my own version of it, and then but what it's makes not Bitcoin. It, Remember, Bitcoin I, I is a company. It. I'm. Clear. I just want to be clear. Like,
0: I get you. Yeah. Okay. So then, okay, I got the Britney coin. I say, Deja, Pipe, Pilar, please buy this Britney coin so we can make you know make this popular, and it only becomes mm-hmm. valuable because other people say go to one of those websites where they can trade in their dollar for a Britney coin or
1: something like that but. you don't really want to so it so that is a um i don't want to say it's a capitalist way that is a what's the um that's a a way of thinking of i'm gonna use the word fiat whereas the con a lot of the concepts about that we have around money or currency um they're very transactional right so the ways in which we think about money right now is very like okay um you do you know i give you this and you give me this Mm -hmm. whereas how
0: how does how does the transaction happen so i walk up and i say i got a hundred dollars to so go into get get, buy cryptocurrency
3: sure um but you got to look at it think of it um also in ways of like what value does that cryptocurrency have like right like let's talk money for example right Money only works because you and I believe that that dollar bill has value. Understood. Right? It's just a piece of paper. It really has no value. Like there's, it's a piece of paper, like wh- 0. 0.0001 cent on that piece of paper with like the printing ink and whatever. It's like, I mean, it just it doesn't have a lot of value. But because you believe and I believe that if it says the number 50 on it, that it has a certain amount of value and I can trade that for something, right, it has value. But if you don't believe that that 50 on that piece of paper means anything, I can't trade you. Like, do you know what I mean? I can't trade it for something that you have. Right. So this is so that's part of like cryptocurrency. And and there, think of it as a new way of creating value for things. Right. Um, you can create a coin, right, like a token, like some people are doing it, like I was saying, like they're being very fun about it and whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, there has to be value for it. Like, what can you get with that cryptocurrency, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is why something like, say, Bitcoin has a lot of value right now, because you can use it, they've, you know, they figured out a way to use it to exchange, you know, purchase things in a certain store. They've, they've, they've convinced people, you know, brought people in to say, like, we can use that to um, pay people, like, instead of a paycheck, they want to be paid in Bitcoin. And there are, you know, all kinds of platforms and, and things where it's accepted, right? It's accepted as currency, right? That has, like, similar value to at like USD dollars or whatever, right? And so that has value. And so once something starts having value and starts having use, do you know what I mean? Like you can use it for something, right? Now, you know, people can invest in it um, to make it really simple. I'm, I'm being really general and really simple, but yeah. you know, and it increases in value because now Janie and Mark and you know. Uh, Faruk, like, you know, they've all decided, well, we want to buy some Bitcoin too because we might be able to use it for something later on, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and as that grows, you know, as people invest, um, you know, the value of it also increases. Yeah. Um, so if, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But really, like, it, you hear something like a word uh, utility um, brought up a lot and, and what that'll usually refer to is what can I do with that? What can mm-hmm. I do with something? You know, what does, does this NFT have any utility? Does this NFT collection or project have any utility? Is there something else that I'm going to be able to do with it? Or is it just going to sit in my wallet and look pretty? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, does this cryptocurrency have any, like, you know, utility for, you know, um, any Longevity. use? Longevity. Yeah. And you look at something like like Amazon has already, um, you know, stated publicly that, I guess it, this coming year, they're going to be accepting Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano, mm. right? So now if you hold any of those coins, if you if you bought any of the, that cryptocurrency, you're going to be able to shop on Amazon yeah. using not USD dollars, but using some of your cryptocurrency, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's really great for, say, somebody in Bitcoin, for example, that – maybe they, they they thought it was a really cool idea, you know, five years ago, let's just say. And um, maybe back then, Bitcoin was the value of it. You could buy a whole Bitcoin, like a whole token, a whole coin for like 0.005 cents, let's just say, or seven years ago or whatever, right? And they were like, ah, I'm going to throw, you know, $500 into that. Today, each one of those Bitcoins, right, is mm-hmm. worth what, I don't know what it is today, but it got as high as sixty thousand this year, right? Mm-hmm. So like let's just say right now it was worth sixty thousand dollars. Each one of those coins that you got is worth sixty thousand. Now you are a billionaire. You have billions of dollar valuations, if you you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in Bitcoin. And you might be like, yay, I can buy whatever Amazon's selling and like I'll be able to go in there and use all this value that has been created over over this time because I just sat around and didn't do anything with it. And I just let it increase in value over time. And it dips and it goes up. And, you know, cryptocurrencies move up and down all the time. Like sometimes people get anxiety. They're like, it's dropped like 20%. It's yeah. like, you know, don't worry about it. Look at it like I mean, this is not financial advice, but if you want to get into cryptocurrencies, try not like most people suggest, well, don't use money you really, really need. Yeah. Right. If you have like five dollars that you're not going to miss, then throw that into something and see what happens. And maybe like think of it like I'm not going to do anything with it for a year and it's going to move up and down. And Mm -hmm. maybe like after a year, that five dollars will become like. Fifty dollars of valuation, or or even twenty dollars. Like it, you know what I mean. You'll increase in little increments. You know, some people have a million dollars kicking around. You know, so they'll throw a million into something. You know, and when a million, you know, moves from being like say a hundred dollars to being sixty thousand each, mm-hmm. that million dollars, like, you know, jumped like you know whatever sixty thousand times. You know what I mean? So that kind of thing um, is what has happened in in that particular space. And there are like maxis. There are people who are all about Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. They don't even recognize any other cryptocurrency as being valid or valuable.
1: So, okay, there is a uh, person that I um, pay attention to online and they said that is not a good idea. They said that it's a good idea to get as many of the crypto as different ones as you can. So, I mean, without it being financial advice, like
3: what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it's really smart, in my opinion, that's just for me, for mm-hmm. me, like to what's called um, diversify, like diversify, right? To like get a little bit of this and a little bit of that, that kind of thing. So that everything mo- is moving in its own space and everything has its own user um case you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like w- different platforms that you can use it with different things you can use it with um, and it's moving in different different paces so um, yeah I mean if you were early in in Bitcoin you're probably like quite happy right now you're like thrilled yeah. with, with what's happened with it Um you know, and there are stories of people who got into Bitcoin early and then they were like, eh, I don't know what this is. And they got rid of it. And now they're crying. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? But there's also, you know, Cardano. There's also Ethereum. There are all kinds of different, you know, a lot of people like Solano, um, which is different. But there are, you know, do your homework. Look at what the projects are about. Look at any white papers, which is like the, the research and the, like, the, like, their layout of the land for each project for any project that you want to like invest in or put money into definitely like do some homework look at it and and think about well what do they want to do here what are they doing with it like what's you know i mean what what are their um what's their purpose is there a purpose what are they doing with it um with any project with even with nfts sometimes like nft collections or um what do you call it like uh protocols and that sort of thing in the space will have a white paper or they'll have like, do you know what I mean? Like, you'll get an idea of like the background. You'll get an idea of like who's involved, like who created it. You know, what's their background? Where Mm -hmm. are they coming from? Right? Like, what do they want to do with this? Because there is also something called a rug pull, right? Where, Yeah, um, speak on that. Yeah, people will create something like, let's say, for example, an NFT collection, right? They'll create an NFT collection um, with like, maybe 10,000 NFTs, and they'll sell them all for whatever, whatever they're selling them for, like the equivalent of, say, maybe $140, let's just say, right, in Ethereum. And but they really have no intention of actually doing anything with it. And they have what they what they're doing is it's just a um, it's performative. It's just like a a hack. It's a, do you know what I mean? Like they're it's just fake. It's fake. They they don't really have, they don't intend to send anybody NFTs even like there, mm-hmm. you know, there have been some crazy projects where they're like, oh my gosh, they literally took all the money and disappeared. Yeah. Like just, woof. right. So when you're, you know, when you're planning on buying something like out of a big collection like that, to really look at who are the developers? Like, are they real people? Right. Like like what. What's and how do, you, and reputable
1: how do you how do you even, you know, so let's say like when we tell people to do our research, like how do you discern online?
3: Well, th- there's there's going to be a website if there's no website for you to go to. If there's nothing like that for you to go to, like to dig around, then like definitely.
1: But like, what if they're kind of slick with it and then they have a website like some of those phishing sites that like look exactly
3: like oh, the yeah. site, right? So, um, oh yeah, we can get into that on like wallets and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, they can get like really savvy. But at the same time, you have to look at like, do they have a Twitter presence? Um, are they like real people? Are they? Do you know what I mean? Do they have Instagrams? Do they have like what do they have? Like, do they exist in socials? Are do you know what I mean? Like, what have they done? What are their projects? What are you know what I mean? And then if you gather like, oh, these are real people. And they've, they've, they're affiliated with some really savvy things. Um, you know, I can see their LinkedIn, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean, profile. And, uh, you know, for the past, like, 25 years, they've been, whatever, yeah. doing this. And they've worked with this really reputable project and that re- reputable project and that sort of thing. Then you can make a decision, like a more informed decision. But if they're just, like, you can't find them anywhere, you can't see anything. Um, it all seems sort of like suspect, then definitely be careful. And as for, say, like MetaMask, if you're trying to create your MetaMask wallet, Mm -hmm. right, it's metamask.io. There are very, very savvy people that will change a letter, you know, in in metamask.io and it looks identical yeah but it's not the actual site mm. right and so you go in and you're putting in like some serious you know your information and they'll ask you for something called a seed phrase which is your everything right mm-hmm. you should never the give 12 that words
0: out. is it, is it like metaphoric to having a social security number
3: Yeah, but even more so than that, because there are use cases for the government asking you for that or a bank asking you for that. In this space, nobody should be asking you for your seed phrase. Those 12 words in that specific sequence that are generated when you create your actual MetaMask wallet on metamask.io, for example, nobody should ever have any reason to ask you for it unless you reach out to MetaMask and say, I can't get in. I need help. I've lost my password and this is the only way back into your wallet. You yeah,
1: but I mean? they but they I I heard they don't even give that to you. They'll just say like, no, nah, you're you're you know, you're That's out of luck. Start over. Yeah, like one of the guys said that he lost like tens of thousands of dollars because he had it in um and he lost his password and he tried to get his password
3: and they were like, hold on. Listen to this. Wait, what? This is funny. You should be able to get your password with your seed phrase. Oh, with your seed phrase. Yeah, with the your seed phrase. The seed phrase, yeah. phrase is to get your password again. Okay. Yeah. Hold on yeah, one yeah.
0: second. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. This is just the beginning of a video.
3: Cisco man has over $300 million worth of Bitcoin, but he forgot his password and can't access it. And he only has two more password guesses before he's locked out and loses it forever. If you want to avoid this kind of nightmare, here's my advice on how to store your cryptocurrency safely. So
0: basically, so it's a seed phrase. The uh, The password is backed up by the seed phrase. Is that what you guys are saying? Are those the 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 password?
3: And the I think, seed phrase but you can
1: you can get your you you can you can get
3: one, but not the other, right? Yeah, your seed phrase is the holy grail. Got it, right? And your password, you can get using your seed phrase. Got it. You can't use your seed phrase to. I mean, sorry, you can't use your password to get your seed phrase. Got it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like okay. if you're like, I know my password, but I don't know my seed phrase. Help me, tell me it. They'll be like, we don't know your seed phrase. You were supposed to write that shit down. I mean. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you yeah. we were supposed to write it down when we gave it to you. When it was generated, we told you to write it down on a piece of paper. What did you do with that piece of paper?
1: Oh, and that's a, the thing, too, is that, you know, that's what they say. You have to um, write it down on paper. Don't put it on in your notes or notepad or anything like that and take Note a picture digital. of it. Yeah. Because um, mm. as soon as you take a picture of Anything it co- it goes to the cloud. Even if you didn't upload it, like just taking the picture of it, automatically sends it to the cloud.
0: I wonder what billionaire tech, like
1: tech people, do with their seed phrases. Like, do they like, oh, lock them in saves and save? There's like, a new thing, crazy they stuff do like that. They're, they're minting this. them onto metal.
2: Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah,
1: they're minting their passwords and seed phrases on the metal, and they're like they have them um, like yeah, they're engraving, them.
3: engraving them. That's yeah. so funny. And then yeah. they put them in like. Like, like a vault. really? Yeah, vaults or like fireproof safes and that's things. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, you want it on paper. You don't want it on any digital device. And you don't want to send it to yourself. You don't want to send it to anybody. You don't want to email it. You don't want any of that. Because anybody that's really savvy online can access a seed phrase and find your wallet and clean you out. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And so th- then comes in the... The hard wallets. So those are like what are called soft wallets, right? They're like a wallet that's online, right? Okay. Like your MetaMask, for example, right? Um, you you want to have, if you have a lot of money mm-hmm. and, and you want to like cryptocurrency and you want to like, oh, I want to really safeguard most of it, you want to move it into a physical thing that looks kind of like a USB stick mm-hmm. called a hard wallet. And um, or a cold wallet.
0: Is it kind of like a hard drive for your yep. for, OK. Yeah.
3: It's like a USB drive. It's a really fancy schmancy like USB drive. And you connect it to a desktop. You move your money. You know, you connect everything up and then you move you it. You connect everything up, go into the that that thing. Yeah, like it'll open it up for you. Like, do you know what I mean? And you you create a password for your wallet and all the things. And I think you get a seed phrase for that too. Okay. I think there's a seed phrase. I haven't hooked mine up. so But I I believe there's a seed phrase with that as well. And um, yeah, so – You know, and then you move it into that. It's just that you don't physically want to lose that sucker because there is absolutely no way to get anything out of there in any digital way.
0: I thought I was thinking that, like, okay, so you get a hard wallet, you, um, you know, put your. Your monies, your crypto, you put your value, I'm assuming you can put NFTs on there, Mm -hmm. put your NFTs on there, right? So, boom, because of the seed phrase, like I'm thinking like, okay, it's all connected by the seed phrase, you lose it, then boom, you get another one and they say, put in your seed phrase and then boom, it populates back. No. No, no, that seed phrase is a
3: one-time only. That shot. is
0: so crazy. It's like I wonder what? if that'll ever change. Do you think that'll
1: change? No, because that's is a it part one of, of what safety features.
0: Yeah, got that's it. That's a part of it's what a
3: security feature. Yeah. It's like it's like the the greatest security feature that they could come up with at this time. Yeah. Right? yeah. So like because because like, you, you want.
1: a hacker can figure out anything. Yeah, hackers are savvy. Yeah, like, they're
0: savvy. I bunch. guess that's like kind of like a, a burner phone, like kind of sort of like, like you. Make the phone call you gotta make, and then you know you throw it away because it's it's like you don't want people to be able to keep up with you or figure out you know your your patterns. It's even a little different because a, a, a phone because a phone is
1: still connected only
0: in the context
1: of like you use it once boom it's, it's like a one-time thing right sure. like, yeah only, only in, in that, that context, context. Yeah. yeah but just conceptually yeah a, a phone is actually still like tethered to some sort of I'm network watching. to have a so like a with signal Apple, right and i right and there's a... still a signal that's coming like to that phone whereas like with your hard wallet it's pretty much um not Connected to a network. Mm-hmm. That's why you. it's a hard wallet. Like it's like putting it in a shoebox. Meaning hardware. Point. It's like a
0: hardware wallet. So does that disrupt? Could that possibly disrupt a blockchain if someone
1: loses? No, that's no. the that's the reason. So the hard wallet is literally like your. Let me use the word copy. Oh, okay, I got you. But it's not a copy though, because copy is not say the right it's a copy. Then it's not a copy. It's your. Um, way it's 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 like your it's the, it's your original, yeah. So it's your original, but it's and, your, it's your yeah. way to
3: access. It's it. your
1: way to access it. So you can only plug it in. It's like a USB. It's like you can plug it in and take it out. Right. So once you once you unplug it, it's not connected to any network. So that's why it's you. Um, I'm with you. It's, okay. why it's safer. Like okay. you
3: know? Nobody has access to it because it's not physically connected to anything. Got you. Right? So like if
0: I if there's a document, a regular document on a USB and like I, I plug it into this, I plug it into this computer. Right. right. Boom. I can access the documents. But right. if I don't save it to this computer, I'm not saying that you can save the things on your hard wallet. Right. But right.
1: No, you save the things on your hard wallet. You're saving your NFT onto your hard wallet. You're saving your crypto. But can a copy
0: onto of it, your hard
1: wallet. I guess I'm just clarifying too.
0: You can't
3: Oh, there's can no have copy, a copy of it of on your computer. computer. No, no, no. No. All right. No. So right, right.
0: boom. So if I don't have if I don't um have that USB or that document somehow, some way like someone runs over that usb you're, and that you're done Is over you're done i don't have it no more you're done got it all right cool yeah yeah that
3: makes sense yeah okay people I like- create like little chains they put them in like special safes or like safety deposit boxes like it's like yeah especially when they start putting like they start moving large amounts of cryptocurrency onto those wallets mm-hmm.
0: yeah so do you buy them based on the amount of crypto it can hold is that how it's sold
3: it's it's sold um, as a like as a as a like a USB stick kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But you want to, and this is really really important. It's really great advice um, from like big spenders. I'll just say, and people like in the space fintech people and that sort of thing. They're like, you want to buy your say you you get the Ledger Nano X, right? A lot of people they they like the Ledger Nano X or Tresor, right? I saw that one, uh, the T one, yeah. Yeah, and so. If you get the Ledger Nano X, my understanding is, um, I haven't really looked at it. It's terrible. But um, you have more options of, like, what cryptocurrencies it's compatible with. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. So there's compatibility issues with them, right? Which is fine. But- with the, the Ledgerant Nano X, for example, and I'm sure for the, the trestor it's the same thing. You don't want to buy it from a second or third party. You want to get it directly yeah, from directly the Yeah, directly from the
1: manufacturer. That makes total sense.
0: Because mm-hmm.
3: people, what they've done is they've gone in and they've been like, I'm going to order a hundred of these or I'm going to order a thousand of these. I'm going to tamper with them. I'm going to put some kind of weird code in there, do whatever. And when people plug in... Um, they get access to your money, your wallet, like all of it, and clean you out because they've tampered with it. <laughs> that's, so, all,
0: that's not like the gas the station stamp scams. Yeah. When they attach yeah. the credit card reader mm-hmm. to the uh, thing you'll never know, like you stick your card in and it's like uh, grabbing all the data of your credit it's card. It's like Trojan horse yeah, scenario, yeah. If, Like that makes that's any hilarious. sense.
3: That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my they've gosh. Got, they've got a lot of different ways. They, they've become pretty savvy in like how they – You know, try to like hoodwink people. This seems
0: like this is beyond the Wild Wild West. So it seems like people are still fighting. No, it's still the,
1: it, it was even more Wild Wild West than now, but a lot of, uh, uh, corporations
3: have entered the space. Would you? Mm-hmm. Is the? I don't. It doesn't. And so a lot it's of the security. There's I, the security I, that's really coming in strong. And f- forensic, like forensic investigators, forensic detectives that are going in and they're like, oh, so and so just hired me to like go get their money, go find it, and oh they they're they're God. going in forensically tracking where that money moved from wallet to wallet to wherever it jumped. That's and a whole career. It's a whole thing, mm-hmm. and it's a big one. It's a huge one in this space right now.
0: Coding is one of the big Biggest things that you have to know, probably know how to do to, in order to do that, right? You have to probably. Ooh, I don't know, like
3: basics, it's probably like hardcore, like yeah. yeah, being able to like really infiltrate.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cybersecurity. Oh yeah, coding like, is like kindergarten for that.
3: Okay, Like these are like the super brains, right? Oh, yeah. like, super yeah. people well, that get into that. They're the ones who are actually the hackers, mm-hmm. right? Because they know how to reverse it. That's what they're doing. Yeah, they're the people that financial institutions or banks will, like, hire. Like, you break into our system and tell us where there are weak points, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And there are people who are hired to do that. Like, come in and break into our system, right? And then they know where to, like, strengthen strengthen things up or tighten things up (laughs) or, like, you know, they've got, like— Vulnerabilities Right Okay like So Chase I've got a question doesn't want to be vulnerable Deja
0: was gonna say something Oh go ahead Deja uh, oh, I Deja. was
2: just gonna say That's like that kid That hacked his school uh, His t- school district Yeah they It took It took them forever To find out Like who it was and he they like, going, ha- he ha- was like going in getting answers or like, oh, stop. He um, really? shut
0: the whole school district's internet down. Yeah.
2: Mm. Uh, yeah. That's what he was doing. Um, like, so he would hack because everyone was like having school over Zoom. So he'd hack, like, the school internet system that everyone was using to get on the Zoom no. courses. Yeah, he was in like fifth grade, right? Yeah, he was 11. Yeah, yeah he was wow. 11. Years. They should oh. hire him. Yeah, yeah. He, they yeah. tried to expel him in his mom's house. And life. charge him. They wanted to oh, yeah. charge him. No,
1: they need to hire him.
0: No, the CIA that's what probably they...
2: hired him. <laughs> you they need to get hired by the, the CIA. NSA, yeah, CIA, the NSA FBI, FBI, yeah. hired
3: him. all
2: They are all like, <laughs> this
3: kid's like, they you know, were going to
2: punish him, but instead they were like, he's too smart. So instead, they put
3: him in like more cur- special. Of courses yeah. Yeah. yeah he needs to be challenged for his morals moral class he's not being challenged enough he's got so, too much free time
1: i have a um i have a question so can you w- walk me through like just the very very beginning of blockchain just like if i'm like okay oh, yeah, i heard about blockchain i i know like you know i heard about Bitcoin, like, I know, like, and I know you just explained it, Mm -hmm. but I know, like, there's probably people who are, like, joining that are just like,
3: I I still kind of, I don't think I really get it. Right. Okay, so think of the blockchain as a database, right, blocks of information, and um, like a digital ledger, right, where transactions um, are recorded chronologically, and um, they're, publicly accessible. Like anyone can see them, right? Um, This makes them what we call decentralized because um, they're not held in a single place. They're, you know, the information, the data is held in like a whole bunch of like computer systems associated with it. And that makes it very, very difficult to hack or change that information or, you know what I mean, like do anything to it. Um, so I guess there's kind of like a, a sense of safety with that the information goes in and it's just there. Um, that information is record because it's recorded chronologically. You can always see who created something, like who put something into the blockchain, who put data or or did a transaction on such and such a day, you know, with a timestamp at such and such a time. Do you know what I mean? Um, on there and it's just it's there forever like it can't be erased it can't be removed you can't go in and be like i need to remove it like you can't remove it it's there right um so there are a lot of um use cases um if you think of like how people can use a system like that right for authenticating things for verifying things um you know, for provenance, if we're talking about art, like, who created the art piece? When was it created? Who was the first owner? Like, do you know what I mean? What did it sell for? Like, that provenance, right? Like, in the traditional art market, you know, people fake works of art, great works of art. They fake, like, the paperwork that goes with it. You know what I mean? Like, um, authentic- authentication papers and whatnot, Um in this space, it's 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 stamped in. It's like it's like a part of the piece at the bottom of, say, an NFT that has a work of art um, that's been, you know, attached to the blockchain, put into the blockchain, minted into the blockchain. You will see at the bottom like who created it. Who bought it? Like on what day? For how much? Like it's all there forever for people to follow along as that piece, you know, moves and lives in in the blockchain. Um, so there there are great cases, but there are also other use cases that that a lot of people haven't really considered, and that's um say for example in 2017 Malta, right the um the country they put their academic records into the blockchain, right? So it's great for like, now they're viewable. Now they they can't be changed or, or forged or, or messed with, right? And they're accessible by anybody, like uh, student credentials, I think went in as well. And um, it's great for, something like that is great for um, you know, later in life, if you're applying for a position or something and you've got to go to like this institution or that institution to get the verification of all these papers or diplomas or documents or whatever records, you know, it takes time. And that's like human power and human error and all of that. Well, when it's on the blockchain, it's just like, bam, you can see it. You can just get in there and see it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, so that for time purposes and for um, what do we call it? accuracy? And for like you know verification purposes, that's a great use case. Um, also, MIT in in two thousand and seventeen also issued a hundred diplomas on the blockchain, right? Wow. As as a test case. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like yeah, so they're they're there forever, right? And you've got also Vietnam. In 2020, they put all their student records from high school and like higher echelons of education in there. Same reason. It's like now it's like easy breezy trying to find those records. Um, They're accessible forever. Do you know what I mean? Anytime somebody needs them. Do you know what I mean? So um, there's a lot of that. And healthcare, you know, and supply. like, uh, registries and that sort of thing are are looking at the space too, because, you know, being able to put, think of being able to put our health records on the blockchain. Like, think, like, we're in the US right now, right? And we've got, out of the, what, 33 countries or whatever that are first world countries, we're the only country out of all first world countries that doesn't have universal healthcare. We're the only one, right? So, When we want to access our own health records, right, we have to jump hoops, beg, plead, pay. Like, I mean, crazy to try to find our own records, right? It's data that belongs to us, that is about us. But doctors and institutions and all kinds of people, like, are the gatekeepers. We can't get to them. We can't just have them. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a thing. But imagine if those records were on the blockchain and you needed to have like there was a security process for anyone to be able to access the actual like the actual record of what was in there but like your your name and your information existed but there was like another layer do you know what i mean i love that. imagine you being able to take that health information now. And what if you were able to take that data? And this is like something that people are thinking about, like in the future, like what if we were able to take that data, and we were able to profit from it, we were able to sell or rent that our own data, our healthcare data to research companies. Um, companies that were doing like healthcare things like like and real healthcare. Do you know what I mean? Like real. And that's and what companies are doing like, right. right now. That's They're doing with that your with your data. With, right. They're doing that with, without our consent. Yeah. That is being done. And we're not making any money off of that data. And
0: we talked right? about that. We talked about that. In, um with uh, I think our, what the young lady when she came on and talked about cybersecurity. Um, what's her
3: name? Pipe. Tawana? With the Tawana. Yeah. Tawana is. Dope, right? Yeah, Tawana Petty. Shouts out Tawana Petty. uh, She's got this stuff down. She understands data security like nobody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so that I kind of wish she was here because she could explain things. We can bring her on. Yeah, we should get her. That would be yeah.
0: When we have a, she's got like some mm -hmm.
3: details and things
0: that ooh for sure. That would be a fire show, but you know, with all three of you guys. It'd be fun.
3: So then, okay. But there's a lot of use cases. Do you know what I mean? Like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that can be done and the future is really wide open right now for what protocols, what platforms, what people can do. There's a company I want to bring up called IoTeX, I-O-T-E-X, right? And they just won for 2020... Um, the CES show is like in – in, in um, what do you call it? In Vegas is like the big tech show of, of like like every year. It's like all the tech people kind of descend there and they're like looking at all the new new things that are coming out, the new innovations, yada, yada. And they won for best new product. And they created a camera mm-hmm. that basically isn't hackable because they tied it in, they, the technology, to the blockchain. So you think of baby cams in your home and how many times have predators and and such hacked into little kid like like cameras in people's homes and watch little kids watch people like any like on my phone right now I don't have tape on it but I usually have a piece of tape here it just fell off today but um I usually have like tape because I over keep my, your camera over the cameras I keep them covered because like and all that's my, your home all my tech friends are like are you crazy why do you have that open anybody can watch you at any time of the day through your cameras on your computers on that's your cell phone that's why I like to put my phone like face down
2: like sure it's just I don't know no mm-hmm. and I get it but it used to be like a thing in my brain like what if well. someone could hack my
3: phone sure like in, but, but more <laughs> so but I more so than that like stuff. if your phone is near like a credit card sitting on your table or anything like that you know, anything that's viewable in that range is accessible. If you have information like, I don't know, birth certificate, um, like license, you know, your your license sitting there, like anything like that is viewable. Like your three-year-old sitting in their bedroom talking to some man who's hacked into her little like, you know, teddy cam or whatever. Like, these are crazy things. So they devised a way to take data or smart appliances like smart products like mm-hmm. that and put that data on the blockchain and so um the future where they're like where they're moving with that which is kind of brilliant is us being owners of the data that gets collected by our refrigerators by our echo or amazon echo by our phone like all the things i like that like yeah that explanation of it i love
0: like how we're like you just kind of stated, like it, the financial institutions, like right with if I'm paying uh, Piper and she banks with Bank of America now Comerica and Bank of America have my information are seeing the transactions. But I don't see all the transactions between all the people that I've paid. Right. right. So the blockchain opening it up to so where I can see where my money went from point A to point Z is absolutely genius. Right. right. If there's no secrets to what has occurred with my $1. Like you get to see how it travels. right? Right. And I think that's dope like and you I do.
3: Can, yeah, and you can get a little deeper. Um it's it's a little devy, like I'm it's sure. it's really deep, you know, <laughs> but there's something called Etherscan uh-huh. and so on the Ethereum blockchain, you can go to Etherscan and you mm-hmm. can like dig even a little deeper and go, and like see like, you know, like minute and like exactly I like when that. everything happened and you're just like, oh, "Okay, that legit made it into that wallet." And like
0: I d- and that does take I don't know if this like correlates, but it does take a lot of energy because you have to think about it like Everyone has to make one timestamp, right? Like everyone, I think they read it has to agree like on that same timestamp, but like it adds on to the blockchain. Everyone's transaction adds on to the blockchain, I'm assuming. And then at some at some point until like everyone figures it out, like I mean, once everyone figures it out, like there's one timestamp. Like you see what I'm saying? Like, okay, Bank of America records a transaction, and then Comerica records that transaction, right? So if that transaction happened, from my standpoint, I, like, deposited into Comerica at 527, then Comerica deposits, deposits it the next day at 630, right? Like, who is the holder of these timestamps? Like, who can legitimize these timestamps, right? Doesn't that take work for all the parties to agree on those timestamps? stamps?
3: Also, um, it's like peer-to-peer verification, right? Like the system itself like is set up that way. Um, I want to say that, without getting too crazy, um, it is way more efficient in the sense that, let's say I'm buying an NFT, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And it's an NFT where it's a piece of art that got minted into this NFT, and it's on, um, I'm just going to say, on OpenSea, for example, or Rarible, right? Mm-hmm. Was it so an OpenSea is also...
1: It's a marketplace. one of those uh, websites, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. for
3: lack of a better word. It's a, it's another company.
2: .io or dot? Yeah,
3: okay. it's a .io. Yeah, okay. OpenSea.io. And it's the largest marketplace for okay. NFT art, right? Okay. So, like, let's just say you minted a piece on OpenSea, right? You created a work of art and you were like, I'm putting it on OpenSea. I'm selling it. And I come along and now it's attached to your um, digital wallet, right? Because you needed a digital wallet to be able to do that, right? You needed to attach it to some kind of digital wallet that belongs to you so that, you know, the money eventually gets to you, right? So... It's on there and I come along and I'm like, oh, I really like this piece. Like this is dope, right? I'm like a fan of the art. You know what I mean? Like that's the only reason why I'm buying it, right? Because I love the art. And so the second I press like that buy button, right, that money, like that transaction is recorded in there and that money's moving from, like, and I call it money, but it's, you know, the cryptocurrency, the right, it. is moving from my wallet to your wallet right you don't have to come chase me for it you don't have to wait a month for me to pay you you don't have to like email me email me call me like hey where's my money do you know what i mean like it's not a gallery making an artist wait a year to get paid on the sale of their 10 works of art none of that right it's instant it's moving from one wallet to another wallet and you can see the transaction right there you can see the timestamp and um i will probably have to pay some kind of like um, gas fee because I'm buying it from you. So that it's a transaction fee, right? Like, that's what it's got to happen, yeah. right? But I'm willing to pay that. Like, when I see, it'll come up. There'll be a little pop-up window that'll say, you know, is this the piece you want to buy? This is the gas for it right now. And I see, like, oh, it's going to cost me $4, equivalent of $4 to, to buy it. Or maybe it's $200. And I just say, ah, whatever. I'm going to throw $200. De- I don't care that it's $200. I really want it right now. And it's, I press yes. Mm-hmm. You can choose. You know what I mean? Or you can say, oh, no, not right now. It's $200. I'm going to wait. And so you cancel it and, and wait for another time. And there might be the cancellation fee might charge you a little bit <laughs> because it's a transaction again. There you go. But um, it'll be so minor compared to like like a $200 or even some people have paid $1,000 for a transaction because they just wanted it right now. And it was like super high time. It was like yeah, balls say, up.
1: That explain time. that part again because that could kind of go over people's heads because you because like okay let's say like um, you know okay you know when you go to the ATM yep to get money yep and it'll say um, this transaction is you know five dollars do you want to pay well when you're um, doing a transaction with your crypto um, you can choose like how much you want to Pay for like a better way to put it to either speed it up right so you like can cash up kind of sort of right or bimo or you they say
0: oh you pay a dollar to get it right now or pretty wait, much free right. for two days wait but the thing days. is that
1: option with with um cash app or with the
3: bank it's like one fee yeah right it's it like 1 dollars it's like 3 dollars it's not like 2 10 it, like 5 minutes ago and 3 10 so in it's an like hour so like
0: shipping fee almost like right. a shipping fee but it it's but you can choose how
3: fee. much you want to pay
1: more so you could pay like i'm just going to make something up you could say okay i want to do like the equivalent of 50 dollars like i like i want to um spend the equivalent of 50 dollars on you know, getting that NFT, like getting some land, or like getting, getting some, some
3: land. digital land. Okay, okay. Right. Like max, you don't want to spend, you don't want to go yeah. over 50. let Let's.
1: Just so say. then, so then it'll say, Oh, do you want to buy this land? Like right now? Because if you do, you can give us a hundred dollars and it can go through immediately or you can give, I'm just making these numbers up, but, it, or, or you could pay like $30 and send it in an hour or you could, you know, not pay and then we're not sure when we'll send it. You know what I mean? Like you could, you could like set like how much you want to pay for like how fast you want to do it. So
0: give me an example of why you would like want to buy like
3: to get it,
0: to land. get it right away. Cause somebody else could come in and get it. It's that, yeah. that competitive. Okay. Yeah.
3: Got it. But also, but also um, a lot of times, and I do want to advise this part is that if you, if you start changing that gas speed, Do you know what I mean? Like if you start playing around with that gas speed, be really, really solid on on how you're doing that and really understand what you're doing and how you're doing it because you could mess with it and like really mess like your future transactions like because like they'll be like all ranked like really – like, high pricing and stuff. So, like, don't mess with that. Like, don't touch it unless you really understand what you're doing. Just because some people are like, whoa, I did that once, and now I'm, like, paying, like, $1,000 every time, and this is crazy. Like, this can't be right. Because it'll
1: um, it'll just be like, it's like an algorithm thing.
3: Yeah, it'll be like, hey,
1: big spender. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like the it's like the women who hang out with the NBA players. Like, you know, that's the place to go. <laughs> they know you don't care. Yeah. You know? But it also
3: and and the gas kind of um, think of it as um, if you're taking money out of a bank machine, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what time of day, like it'll charge you that two dollar fee, right? Let's just say if it's not your bank; it'll charge you that two or three dollar fee, right? It doesn't matter what time of day, night, whatever. It's it's a standard rate. Um, if you are doing a transaction on, say, the Ethereum blockchain, right, you're buying an NFT or whatever, if it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it's probably going to be really high. If it's, do you know what I mean? But if it's like say 3 o'clock in the morning on Saturday night or on Sunday night it's probably gonna be really low and there are like gas there's a gas meta sink or whatever gas station something or other and you can like see oh right now on Rarible it's this much on you know on Foundation Yo. it's this much so you can see like okay gas is low and people get crazy like they'll they'll text you and they'll be like gas is low gas is low buy buy now like it's yeah they get crazy they're like get in there get whatever you're trying to get
0: now It's like a new world with like I don't know, like, previous concepts, like, kind of mixed together. It's really weird. Like, I'm getting, like, I'm, like, shipping, like, auctions, like, eBay, like, all this, like, different stuff, like, kind of just, like, I don't know, like, evolved into... So it, like, creates this different world. It's so weird, like, hearing about all these different layers of, like, how they've pulled different concepts together to make this work. It's so interesting. So
3: I will point out, say, for example... The Cardano blockchain, right, and that's still like developing right now, and it's like building up. But the one of the 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 main guy that created it um, is one of the people who created the Ethereum blockchain, right? Okay. So he's now created, um, and like the team, it's like this team of academics and scientists have gotten together, and they've created the Cardano blockchain, and it's a different type of system, right? It's the same type of it's it's a blockchain, but it's set up a little bit differently, so the gas is almost not non-existent and that's why they did it this way right so when you're doing a transaction there's a value to that right i've heard like people are like yeah i buy nfts all the time it cost me like 38 cents for like in gas do you know what i mean the computational power only cost me 38 cents so it's like you know what i mean like people are like oh let me go over there because this is crazy i don't want to pay 500 right now
0: do you so is this a world where they want where do you think do you think in 10 years there're going to be 10 cryptocurrencies or do you think there's going to be two?
1: There's thousands.
0: Do you, there's but thousands. Do you, but do you see the point i the question I'm sure. asking? No.
3: What do you like mean? she
0: does. Okay. I'm asking <laughs> is, the, is it going to be where She's a,
3: wondering if if they're going to last, if it's going to last to have all kinds of cryptocurrencies. Yeah, there's thousands now. Like I get it, but this there, is I th- I think I know what you're saying. I think there will be um main ones that are going to rise, right? And the it ones, might evolve, right? Yes. And, it and might be it,
1: something it different be something in, totally 10, different 10, in years 10 years. As long it is. In might be years. something totally
3: different, <laughs> but let's just say the blockchains as we understand them right now, um, are, are still a, a, in existence in 10 years. Right. Um, and I, I would say that there's a chance that the ones that get the most, um, like, uh, user friendly, platforms or protocols or or useful protocols and platforms built onto them, do you know what I mean, built for them, um, those ones are probably the ones that are going to be around do you know what I mean? Because people are like, oh, I have a whole business on this blockchain or I have well, a whole metaverse on this just, blockchain.
0: I, as corporations, right, are going to be the tie to the main, like people who are like me, who don't know shit about cryptocurrency, right? Like El- Elon Musk came out today and said, hey, uh, di- uh, what is it called? Ditchcoin? Doge. Doge. Dogecoin, Doge. Dogecoin mm-hmm. coin is big more valuable than Bitcoin in the sense that you can buy more things with it, right? So here's the thing. But be careful.
1: Well, here, well, be careful about... Uh, li- so well, a lot of times a- the people will, like, think of... Think, I, I just, I gotta say this before I <laughs> say that. Be careful of point. listening to when that's the point uh, of game. people in tech promote stuff on tech, especially oh God, NBA and celebrities and especially people that own tech. Because sometimes that's a... They're trying, Marketing. They're, trying that's buy, the they're trying to <laughs> that's manipulate. The,
0: that's, yes. that's the point that I'm making, right? So he yeah. here's this billionaire. He makes this statement, right? And now people are going to like start, is it mining or purchasing or like
3: trading? Buying into, right? buying into, right? Okay, so. They're, they're like, oh, I need to get Doge. right? Like I need to throw like 10,000 into Doge right? right now. So
0: it seems like as, that's why I said it's still, I know there's different levels to it being the Wild Wild West, but it seems as if it's truly the Wild Wild West in a sense that because everyone is still fighting for their value and creating value like everyone's trying to like whip up on what is valuable how you know you see what i'm saying value sure. is still being determined and developed
1: but but you're saying it as though okay this is where I, this is the only thing i want to like i don't want to say refute but just want to dig into you're saying it as if we're on some sort of linear destination to it. That's like, that's, I call it like the success model of thinking, but it's that, not about, it's not about like, okay, until whatever.
0: I see. I don't, I'm not saying that I okay. think corporations, corporations being invested in, and it it's going to make that inevitable to happen though. That's the I, point that I, I'm on a certain level.
3: I think I get what she's saying though. I think mm-hmm. what you're trying to say is that, um, Different, like, you've got all kinds of different coins or whatever. And they'll, like, and there's different values that are, like, happening. They're going up. They're going down. Like, it's whatever. It's like a gambler's. People have par- a
0: reason for why they use
3: one versus the other. Yeah, like- it's like gambler's paradise right yeah. now, right? Like, it's like all the gamblers Diversify are in here. Diversified portfolios sure, and all these like currencies. Sure, like, all the things, right. Yeah. But also, we have to also understand that not every coin, for example, has the same Value system. That's what I mean, right? Yeah. So, like, so something like Doge. Um, I mean, this is not financial advice, but most people think of it as mo- more like a jokey thing. Okay, it's like it's like a jokey thing, right? But you have to kind of get into the space and be around, like you know, the e- in the ecosystem to understand. Oh, that's more of a jokey one. That's like for fun. It's for play. Based on what you can right. Based on what you can trade do, with do with it, it. Got it. How it's mm-hmm. been moving. Who's using it? Like, can you use? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and and all the things that have happened with it right people don't take it like seriously so like there are crazy people that of course I mean I don't want to call them crazy I shouldn't say that but do you know what I mean there are people that that you're going to have die hearts in anything just because whatever right but but the more if you want to be more sensible if you're like a hedge fund guy do you know what I mean or you're like somebody that's like more like fintech like investment type person you're going to look at something that has more um, like real leverage to it, like more like, do you know what I mean? Like it's it's here. It's probably not Going anywhere, um, and and how to stable, right? It's a little more stable. And how could we make? How could we get into that and and build value for our hedge fund or for our our capitalist, for um, our capitalist venture, right? How can how can we use that to you know create more, you know, like grow our wealth or grow our people's wealth? You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. so there's that, and and those ones tend to be like the ones that are like in the top three, top five, like kind of thing. And then there are other ones that people dabble in just because They can and it's happened to like do well for a certain time and people sometimes they do things where they move in, you know, they move in kind of strong, put in a whole bunch of money, let that rise a little bit and they see like they've doubled it or tripled it in like shortest, uh, you know, a short span of time and then they're like, hey, time to pull out and then they pull it out and they've they've profited, right? So there there's a lot of different reasons why people get in, a lot of different things people are doing, Mm -hmm. but definitely... Do homework, pay attention. Yeah. And don't throw like your family's like money that you need for like, you know, your bills this like this month. Like, it, you know, this is not what you want to be doing with anything. Right. You don't want to gamble like, you know,
0: it feels like this is an, like what I like about it, an important stage, because, again, because of the value thing, you being able to like create your own value or how you see things to be valuable. Um I think that with the corporation part that that part is important that you do your research because I think that for people who are like want to get into it quick and they don't care, they they have the money to play with, they it you know, they're going to just follow whatever like a Elon Musk says, like whatever a Warren Buffett says, whatever um, Dave, uh, Dave Poitnoy says, a day trader for Barstool Sports, right? So like, I think it's important for you to do your own research, right? Because it's not just because you're not, so you don't get caught up in capitalism but so that you can help create value. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that's dope. It's yeah. like two-sided. And so you,
3: you minimize um, you know, what you'll hear is like like minimize your risk by, by paying a little bit of attention, mm-hmm. by being mindful, by listening to some of the women and the men in the space that really know what they're talking about. Like there are a lot of really amazing women, you know, like um, Amy Tonin like is one of them, you know, and she really like financial whizzy person. That's do you know cool. what I mean? And mm-hmm. just people that like just sort of like understand the space and then you can just sort of maneuver like in and out of conversations that are happening around and then you can get a lay of the land and sort of that like a better understanding and then you can move with um, more purpose if, if if you will rather yeah. than like I'm just fledgling around in here and like oh no woes me I just lost like two grand. <laughs> Do you know so what help I mean? me.
1: Like, so let's say like I'm you know I I've been let's say like I've been reading about crypto a little bit, or I heard a little bit about NFT, but, you know, I want to, I want to get into it, but I'm a little confused. Like how, like, what would you suggest for a person who's new as to how to approach getting into, you know, crypto? Well, NFT is purchasing uh, minted or creating mints, right? But like, so I guess the step before that would be getting into crypto, so how would you, you know, say if I'm if I'm an artist or or whatever, you know, and I I'm like, mm, I, I want to do this, but I'm really like I don't understand
3: like how like where do I start? So the easiest thing, whether you're an artist or a content creator, somebody that wants to create NFTs or create art or create something on there, um, or if you're just somebody that wants to like just buy a little bit of crypto just to see where it goes and, and whatever, the future, you know what I mean? Um, the, the first thing you're going to want is a wallet. You're going to want a digital wallet, right? The digital wallet doesn't cost you anything, right? You just create your digital wallet and then you can start moving money into that digital wallet, right? Um, so that digital wallet can be MetaMask for specifically Ethereum, right? Right. Um, you can go into a, a lot of different platforms like maybe Coinbase if you want to buy, I don't know, you want to buy some Cardano or, or you can but get a But Coinbase Ethereum is centralized, right? Yeah, that is not like that is um, a different type of platform, mm-hmm. right? But you've got a whole lot of choices where you can sort of like buy little bits here and there.
0: So is it is it inevitable to to um, get in? Don't you wouldn't you always have to use a centralized to get
3: in? Um the, uh, well, you have to connect a bank account or a credit card to your digital wallet. Yeah. So there's there's some kind of centralization yeah, sure. system, like like meet, like to be. something has to meet to whatever because yeah. you can't you can't throw things into it physically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. So there's got to be some kind of way to move things, right? Um, but you can also get like say a Yuri wallet if you want to get you want to have a, a you want to get into cardano then you get like a yuri wallet if you want to just be very specific right mm-hmm. and something that will connect to their platforms and things that, that you know if you want to mint in cardano kind of thing you want to buy nfts in cardano like your yuri wallet is like a you know one of the better ones <coughs> that people like like right um, but that wallet is your first step right making sure that you um, go to the actual site and not some you know, false, fraudulent, like crazy site that somebody's created. And how? Tell us how you how we know the difference. So you want it to say MetaMask.io. You pay attention to the spelling in the browser because it can look exactly like the thing, but the browser has like a missing letter, or it's like some other ending, or it's some other thing. And it could be um, something that somebody mentioned um, today. What is it called? Uh, man in the middle scenarios where They've managed to use SEO and they create um, what looks like the actual site, but it's something that sits between you and the actual site and looks like the actual site. And so it'll ask you for that seed phrase, right? People do that all the time. I've seen like YouTube videos where people will like – Really cheeky, like yeah. like brazen, really, and yeah, and people just give it up. So once you once you get onto the actual site, be very very mindful, like that you're actually on the actual site, um, on a desktop, and you know you create your wallet, you get that seed phrase, you write it down in the order that it those words are generated. In the exact way they are written, like if there are no capitals, you know, it's all lowercase, make sure it's all lowercase. And you write it down on a piece of paper and that's your safety feature right there. Um, and you must write it down and on write a piece down. of paper. Yeah. Do not copy it. Do yeah.
1: not take a picture of it. Yeah. Do not um, put it on your
3: notes. Do yeah. not put it in your notebook. And nobody legit ever in this space will ever ask you for that seed phrase. So anybody that asks you, you automatically should think this is not legit. I'm out. Like, and you leave whatever space you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, you should never be giving that seed phrase to anybody. But so that's your first step, right? Getting a getting a wallet, um, going into marketplaces, you know, like whatever, OpenSea. Or- oh, wait, wait. How much? I mean,
1: I know, you know, it depends, but let's say like Let's say, like, I I don't have
3: much money. Right. Like, how much should I put into a wallet? Well, you don't, like, you honestly don't need to put anything in there up front until you're ready to, like, start doing something. Mm -hmm. So I would, like, you know what I mean? I would do a little bit of homework to see, like, what do I want to, like, what do I want to, you know, put money into? Right. Mm -hmm. What do I want to put fiat, like, USD dollars into? Do I want to get you know, Ethereum? Do I want to get Cardano? Do I want to get, do I want to invest in Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. You know, like to buy a whole Bitcoin coin, let's just yeah. say you need like, I don't know what it is today, but let's just say it's 60,000. Um, it's somewhere between 30 or 60,000. To get a whole one, you're going to need that much. You, or you can buy a portion of it. You can buy point, like 0.00008 of Bitcoin. Do you know what I mean? Of one well,
1: Bitcoin. And just briefly, yeah. Tell me, tell, A person like that, like what would be the point or value? Because I could totally see a person being like, well, what would I do
3: that for? Right. So you would do that because what if, and it's speculative or whatever, what if Bitcoin become like in two years is not worth 60,000 anymore? What if Bitcoin is worth, um, I don't know, 130,000, right? So you've increased whatever you put in there by that much. You've almost doubled it. -hmm. Right. So it just by just by sitting there, it it doubled all on its own, right? So that's that's one incentive. But you look you can look at something like Ethereum, which to get a single coin, I think today it's about thirty eight hundred dollars. So it's you know, there's more room for growth and for your money to like move or you can look at cardano that's like a dollar something so if you were to put a hundred dollars in cardano you're gonna get like what 80 90 something coins like Mm -hmm. actual whole coins and let's say cardano in five years is worth ten dollars yeah right now you have like you know like let's say you have 90 coins and what if like in 20 years each coin is worth $30,000, $30,000, right? 90 times 30,000, right? Like, so that's that's the kind of movement and growth that could happen. I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that Cardano is going to be $30,000. But, like, you know, if it ever makes it to, like, $5 or $10, people are like, wow, like, I could really, you know, I could, like – you know, really double, triple, quadruple, like whatever I invest into something like Cardano, because I can get whole coins, right? Um, that but what if thing. I'm someone who, um, because it could totally sound like the stock
1: market. So sure. what if I'm what if I'm someone who is like I never did the stock market, like I don't, you know, this is not my mm-hmm. thing. Like I don't do this. Like right. I, I, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, what if I'm poor? Like, right. Because, you know, we keep hearing like, man, if you're, you know, um, a person who, you know, would be considered poor or, you know, not really like you
3: know, low income, low
1: income. Like a, right. You know, like start, how, how does this benefit me? out of your range? Right, yeah. Right. And how does this even benefit right. me? Like, I don't you know, I don't care so, about my
3: uh you know, coin appreciating, right,
1: like I course. need something, you of know, course. yeah. So of help, course. help
3: me, help me understand sure. that. Yeah. So when you don't have a lot of money or you don't have a lot of access, um, it's very difficult for you to build wealth mm-hmm. um, or generational wealth or mm-hmm. build any kind of like, um, like, you know, assets and investments and that sort of thing. Right. But, you know, and, and you tend to, you um, What's the word I'm looking for? Focus on a bank account, right? You have like a bank account. You have a checking account or a savings account or both, right? And you utilize that for, you know, the money that you get paid in the world and, you know, for bills and whatever you're using, like Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing with it, right? Now, if you have a savings account, for example, to put $1,000, to save up $1,000 might be a lot of money to some people, right? Mm -hmm. You've managed to save up $1,000 in a year that $1000 sitting in a savings account is only going to gain a few cents mm-hmm. in in profit let's just say right like what the bank is going to give you as um you know your benefit for leaving your money in their in their savings in like in their bank mm-hmm. like as a savings in a savings account they're going to give you 5 to 10 cents for every $1000 yeah. every year like that's it like they don't care about you <laughs> like do you know what i mean mm-hmm. however If you were to take $1,000 and put it into Cardano or Ethereum, you know, and you see how these have been moving in, you know what I mean? And and there are different ones. You choose what you want to put it into, right? But like, you know, in a couple months, you might make $10. You might make $20 on that $1,000 just because it's sitting there. In a year, you might double that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In in five years, you might, like, have five times the money that you put in originally, right? There is no bank on the planet Earth yeah. that is going to give you five times your money in, like, five years or ever. I mean, ever maybe. Like, I don't – you know what I mean? Like, they're giving you five to ten cents every thousand yeah. in a year. It's not – there's no intention to really, like, double your money. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? And so people that have very, very small increments of money like that, you know, they don't have – 50,000 sitting in the bank, in, in the bank, do you know what I mean? Like, they have very small amounts, they've saved like very small increments, and they're just there for what's like, you know, for like emergencies or for like, whatever, hope chest or like, whatever, like, um, you know, but they don't need it. Right? Um, I always think of it like, you know, you should consider maybe putting some of it into something like this and and letting it appreciate. Do you know what I mean? In a way that it's just not going to in, you know, it's not going to grow sitting in exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. Like significantly. Yeah. So it's something to consider. I mean, you know, you do your homework and you pay attention and whatever. But
0: I can understand why someone who understands and knows what they're doing, why they would say I'm trusting this one. I'm not diversifying my portfolio for five years because I trust this is going to increase in value. I'm putting. I could see someone who knows what they're doing doing that, but right. for me, based what I've gotten out of this conversation is to diversify. Like, yeah, like put a, a little yeah, bit here and sure. maybe a little bit there for and sure. just see what happens,
3: yep. kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's,
1: yeah. yeah. So let's go over really briefly again. Just name the sites where people should go because we name like a lot of sites. So we right. said you got to download a Brave browser, right? If you want, sure, if you want to use Brave. If you yeah. want to use Brave. I mean, a a, a Web 3.0 browser. Right. Do, wh- which which browser do you
3: use? I use Chrome with the extension.
1: With the, the which Chrome extension? extension?
3: The Chrome extension that for, in order to and, get, and yeah, not, to you, access. You, yeah, yeah, so you yeah, yeah. yeah. don't go. I don't use Brave, but maybe I should look into Brave. <laughs> it's supposed to be. Secure, yeah, and it, it you know. probably is because Amy's like, I hate Chrome, I don't know why you guys are using Chrome.
1: Yeah, it's supposed <laughs> to be secure, so like, yeah. so, so, like, you so you download the Brave browser, sure, and you would go to, um, you know, any of the uh
3: various crypto sites. Like, what are a couple that people could go to? Okay, so you can go to metamask.io, M mm-hmm. E T A m a s k. io and
0: isn't like the fox
2: the yeah it's the, a little fox yeah, it's guy so cute
3: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and that would be your wallet for if you want to purchase some Ethereum or you want to consider getting into Ethereum you know what I mean like that blockchain or whatever like eventually you want to put some money in there right like mm-hmm. you don't have to right away you know it could just sit there yeah um
1: and then you um because there's different coins you could get yeah. Yep, and different wallets you can get. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and so if you want to um, look around and mm-hmm. at, at different ones, and you want to just go to one place and just, you know, I just want to go to one place and just kind of like look at what's there on mm-hmm. offer and like poke around. Um, Coinbase is an easy peasy one, but right? remember, it's centralized. It is centralized. Yeah, and but it's it's um what do you what do we call Coinbase? It's not a wallet. It's um. It's a like a trade platform. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah, it's like, what do we call it's, that? it's almost oh like if, God, my
0: brain. it's almost like if you were trading in uh, America, uh, uh, American dollars for euros. A kinda, it kind uh, of, I don't know, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's that, it's, a transfer, you know, yeah. yeah,
3: it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. And it's an exchange. It's an exchange. 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 That's what it is. It's yeah. an exchange, right? Um, and there's a digital, there's like a, a digital wallet that's within it, like where your cryptocurrencies go, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't be connecting, just because it's an exchange, right? You wouldn't be connecting, say, Coinbase to, um, just for an example, to the, the marketplace, like OpenSea to like mint your NFT. Do yeah. you see what I'm saying? You would still need a MetaMask wallet and you would need to move your Ethereum from Coinbase to the MetaMask wallet mm-hmm. in order to then attach the MetaMask wallet to be able to move NFTs, create NFTs, buy NFTs in, say, a marketplace. You need yeah, that Thank digital, you for that breakdown. Yeah. yeah, that specific. Mm-hmm. But the exchange is easy peasy if you want to be like, I just want to look at the different things and see what's moving because they have a lot of info in there. And it's even if you just want to go in there and just peruse, mm-hmm. you don't yeah. want to put anything in. You know what I mean? You just want to peruse around. Um, Coinbase is an exchange that's like easy peasy. Kraken is um, what a lot of the big, like bigger people when they want to be moving money around. A Kraken wallet is, is useful for that for moving money back from crypto back into USD fiat. So you want to move things like that back. You want to be like, oh, I've made a whole lot of money. Let me take like a grand out or something or whatever, whatever you want to do you, to pull it back out. You would use Kraken, K-R-A-K-E-N. I mean, I wouldn't say use it. I'm just saying like it's what <laughs> a lot of people like to use, mm-hmm. right? Um, but say you wanted to move in the um, Cardano Block blockchain that kind of thing. You want to mint on Cardano. You want to buy things on Cardano. You know, let things about you know get you know build your what you've got in Cardano and let that happen. Yuri mm-hmm. um, wallet is is a useful one. It's I believe it's Y U R O I. I think I misspelled it, but it's the Yuri wallet. You can look it up.
1: So <laughs> then. Uh- Yeah, we're going to like stop there, but I just wanted to get people a little bit going. And then, um, you know, you're going to be coming back, you know, to help us understand this thing. But if people are like, oh, man, that was a lot of information. Like, where can people go to like get more? Because you have your podcast and you also have your group on Clubhouse. And um, yeah, how can people you know, find out more or, you know, get, get started or get going?
3: Yeah. So there's, um, an easy peasy way to get a little bit of, um, understanding is, well, obviously YouTube has a bunch of stuff, um, that, you know, people talking about it there. Um, but you can get the NFT Bible. You Mm -hmm. can look at the NFT Bible on OpenSea.io, that gives you a breakdown of NFTs and and their you know their whole thing, what's going on there. Mm-hmm. That might be helpful. Um, you can also spend some time in Twitter, mm-hmm. um, like NFT Twitter. So like look up like NFT hashtag and see where the chats are happening, and just pop in and listen to like people talking about different things. You'll you'll build a lot of information that way. Mm-hmm. And also Clubhouse is super useful. Um, Clubhouse conversations um, the NFT clubs there are a number of NFT clubs in there and a number Mm -hmm. of NFT chats if you don't have the Clubhouse app it's an audio only app um, and it's really useful like you get you know you can get some info that sort of thing but um, those are like useful easy Mm -hmm. kind of spaces you can look you can also Google things like what is the blockchain right Um, Mm -hmm. what is a digital wallet Um, what is, um, an NFT, you know, what, um, think of it as collector culture, right? Where, Mm -hmm. where people tie in, um, you know, something like maybe a work of art to this, uh, little, you know, this, um, digital contract, um, a a smart contract, Mm -hmm. right? And then, and then they mint that onto the blockchain, that kind of thing, um, Oh, we can get really deep into those and, to, and yeah, we can it a little do that bit more another time. time. But um, yeah, yeah, just things. And
1: then, um, where do people go to find you? Um, I'm, to get in to get into you know get in touch with you to oh sure like learn
3: oh yeah mm-hmm. um at Pilar Cote on um all the socials P I L A R C O T E mm-hmm. um if people want to send me a DM or j- they have questions I can I can send you like um like a, a good you know, YouTube link mm-hmm. that breaks down how do I get my wallet? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like say my MetaMask wallet and you can watch the little video. Um, There's some good ones.
1: And and you're going to be helping um, Detroit artists to get into the metaverse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this yeah. is exciting. Um, yeah, it's really important. Yeah, and so before we go, did you have any uh I hate to say like final words, but any uh, words of encouragement
3: for people as as we head home? Yeah, be really mindful of of where you're moving in the space. Um, if you're unfamiliar, mm. um, please don't throw money around. Um, you know, and and also be very protective of that seed phrase and just your your general information. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely do a little bit of digging. Do some homework. You know, um, it doesn't take that much time. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you if you, you can deep dive, of course, but just to get your head around it before you just sort of like jump in is probably in your best interest.
1: Okay. And Brittany, did you want to leave us with some words?
0: Like I just said, uh, I'm very excited Mm -hmm. for the direction of the show. This Mm -hmm. is interesting conversations, uh, intentional conversations, and just adds another layer to it. So I'm thankful for you, and thank you for you guys, and hope you have a good week.
2: That's about it. What about you? Um, Deja. Deja! Dang, I just had a good one, too. Oh, maybe uh, like commit to learning something new every week. Okay. Ooh, good. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of which, um, we're going to have a guest on in a couple weeks, right? Asa Bey with his book um, make the hood healthy again yes and oh, um, wow. yeah speaking of things so that's so that's something for folks to look forward to um, thanks for sticking with us so long I know Deja has to go to work so uh, <laughs> we're gonna uh, strive to make the show a little bit earlier each week like 8 o'clock so tune in 8 o'clock um, for me you know I just want to thank everyone who tuned in and who was in the chat um, I see Fatima peace Fatima Um, yeah like if you guys are just tuning in like go back and you know watch this episode because Pilar gave a whole bunch of gems if you're not doing crypto currently or if you're not in the metaverse currently if you need some help to get in um, this has been like really fruitful you know just to get a basic understanding and a little bit of security too um, for us to really think about how we can be safer Um, yeah and so I guess I just want to ask folks to just continue to support Piper Carter podcast and continue to support um, Detroit is different. Detroit is different currently has its own NFT. So you can pay $250 to invest into the platform. The, this is um, owned by Kari way Frazier who. was who inherited this home that we're in from his grandparents and he turned it into a podcast studio for the community and so we're here now um with our show but there's a lot of other shows that are on detroit is different podcast network you can go to detroitisdifferent.net love you too um fatima and um you know, just make sure that you keep checking, you know, social media because um, Detroit is different, does a lot of wonderful things for the community. And um, in addition to a GoFundMe that's out, there's also um, the NFT, like I said, that you can, you know, um, purchase and be an investor in this um, in this venture. And um, and then check us out on the socials, too. Um Piper Carter podcast we're on you know IG and we're on um and in our Facebook group um I didn't make a separate Twitter like just for the podcast like I kind of use like my own Twitter but uh maybe I need to make a separate Twitter not sure we got to get some interns and some help before we go there but uh (laughs) but um yeah just continue to check us out like i said now we're on youtube and now we're on video so let folks know but we're also on all streaming platforms as well so you know share on you know spotify and Apple Podcast and iHeartRadio, so um, yeah, and we just appreciate all the listeners and appreciate everyone um, that's been in the chat. I see Sabrina Underwood was in the chat, and um, who was that? Um, Chris was in the chat. I see Kari was up in the chat. Um, yeah, so just appreciate everyone, and we will see you. We are doing every Tuesday because I realize like I never say the day, so tune in with us live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. right here on YouTube and you can check out the replay and also get um, Deja's music. I'm going to turn it up a little. Yeah, go to... um, She's Katori and... um, you want to check her out and you're able to either follow her on Instagram or you could also purchase, support her music and purchase
2: her music. Uh, where can we get it, Deja? It's on my band camp, um, t.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Yay. So this is what we're listening to now. So
1: take care, everyone. Peace. Bye.
0: Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. The founder of We Found Hip Hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscience.